We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now, live on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app, it's Gabe Ramirez. Morrell going to third. He will slide. He's got a triple. Happy Friday, everybody. It is Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. Going to get to the trifecta in just a minute. But sad news for Bulls fans. Kind of knew this more or less. Patrick Williams out for the season. But Billy Donovan said there is a reason, potentially, why this has happened. And I will play that for you after the trifecta. Trifecta, for those of you that are here for the first time, top three stories in my brain. No particular order. Let's get it started. Number three. So Boston's just going to dribble it over the midcourt line and call it a night. They're going to spend the night in Chicago and depart for New York City tomorrow and take on the Knicks Saturday night on a nationally televised game. 129-112, Boston ball game over. Chuck Swirsky, obviously not sounding too excited right there. Bulls dropping. They were eight, seven and a half, sometimes eight and a half point underdogs. And they hit a stride in the middle of the game. Like, right at, at halftime, they were up, I think it was 62-59. Feeling good about themselves. But, of course, Boston had some sort of halftime speech. Bulls just couldn't get going in the third quarter. Right out of halftime, couldn't couldn't hit a shot. Seemed like nothing was flowing. And then before you knew it, Boston just kind of ran away with it. And then, you know, by the time DeMar tried to be DeMar, it was too late. Bulls just, it was just one of those games. You got to chalk that, that one up. Looking at stat, 13 turnovers on the day. Uh, that one was a tough one. Vooch had four. 10 for 19 on the day with 14 rebounds. Vooch was killing at a certain moment in the second quarter. He was just, no one could stop him. 
But the bench for the Bulls, unfortunately, just couldn't come through outside of Andre Drummond. Julian Phillips had himself a day. Four for five from the field. Young man playing well. Javon Carter just still can't seem to contribute in any way, shape, or form. It was cool to see Dan and Terry out there again. Um, so, another Bulls heartbreaker right there. And, of course, you think no Zach. Now, no, you know, that. And you got, you got Tory Craig out for a little bit. Just not looking good for the Chicago Bulls. Number two. Number two story is that the salary cap in the NFL is increasing. $30 million. Some teams are, you know, out there. But I think it's all about where the money is coming from. And uh, Jory Epstein wrote a really good article on Yahoo Grabbing some quotes from some some big time players saying the unprecedented thirty million dollars increase per club in this year's salary cap is the result of the full repayment of all amounts advanced by the clubs and deferred by the players during the COVID pandemic, as well as an extraordinary increase in media revenue. <laughs> yeah, we know you guys get a lot of money, but thirty million dollars, lot to play right there. We know Bears are in certain situations, other teams that are getting rid of other players, i.e., the Denver Broncos. You know, could benefit from things like this, but people are going to have more money. And if I were you, I'd go read up a little bit on it so that that way you don't have to hear some schmuck yell at you like I am about whatever is happening in the NFL. Number one. Number one story is that uh, in the Chicagoland area, there has been an injection of coaching talent, specifically in the high school ranks, and it comes in the form of a former member of the Chicago Bears. Everybody on their feet and quiet. Snap. Kick by Gold. Yes, good. Robbie Gold going to be the new head coach at Rolling Meadows High School. Uh, that was broken on the Chicago Sun-Times. Multiple sources have confirmed it. Apparently talked to the players on Friday morning or to this morning, I should say. So, I mean, is that a, is that I'm trying to think what what, what do you do that for? You love sports so much, you want to come back and coach a high school team to get your feet wet? It was either, like, because what are you going to coach at the, whatever. All right, uh, that is your trifecta, ladies and gentlemen. That's a magic number. Right here on 670, the score. Again, Gabriel Ramirez hanging out with you guys. Alex Kuhn producing today. Killing it. But Robbie Gold, I do think about that. I'm like, wonder what his aspirations are. Is it to be an actual head coach? Maybe in the college ranks? You got to get your feet wet somewhere? Because I'm sure he could have been some sort of special teams, you know, kicker, kicking coach at the at the NFL, in the NFL. I can Who wouldn't want Robbie Gold there? Maybe start at high school and build your way up to that? But, that's, but build your way up to a special teams kicking coach? No. You can do that. You're already there. Who wouldn't want to be mentored by Robbie Gold right now if you're in the NFL, right? Different wins and different stadiums and all this kind of thing. Like, he could do that. So that's why I'm curious if if his aspirations are more head coaching or offensive coordinators. He's a smart dude. So, anyway, it'll be interesting. I'm glad that he chose Chicago to come and experience that. He'll be listening to 670 to score a ton. I'll tell you that. All right. Um... I mentioned before the trifecta that Pat will out for the season. The Bulls ended up releasing a statement, and it reads as such. Chicago Bulls forward Patrick Williams, who has been sidelined since January 25th with initial bone edema in his left foot, recently underwent routine subsequent imaging revealing the progression of his foot stress reaction. Williams will undergo surgery and be out for the remainder of the season. 
updates will be provided as appropriate. That was a press release from the Chicago Bulls. Like that's that's really it. That noise. That's that's the air being let out of any excitement that you had. You just wanted people to come back. You wanted Tory Craig to be there. You wanted Pat Will to kind of have the opportunity to develop the same way that Kobe White did. And then Zach Levine, like all that. You just wanted all that to at least, and then if Zach's not going to get traded, like all that, now you don't get a P. Will? Like wasted year for multiple players? I was talking about, or I was listening and going back and, and looking at some Derrick Rose stuff because I was trying to think, like, are we the franchise with the most missed seasons by star athletes in the last decade? Because Derrick, I was trying to figure out if Derrick, had his within the last decade. It wasn't 2012. But, you know, when you're thinking of Lonzo, when you're thinking of, you know, all these guys just missing time, you know, Zach, middle of the season, it's just somebody got to get fired. Somebody from Atletico, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who it is. And the Rush medical staff, whoever's hand, I don't know. Somebody got to go. Whoever's taping the feet, I don't know. Somebody, there needs to be something that is done. But is it something at the coaching position, the head coaching position to be specific? And the reason I bring it up is because Billy Donovan back in January did talk about, you know, P. Will's injury and maybe some things he could have done differently. I would have liked to have had Alex in there personally, you know, if I could have had him in there. I played Patrick Williams way too many minutes. I played him the whole third quarter straight through. I didn't really feel like there was another solution with Kevin out there, you know, during that time. And I was worried about bringing Alex back and him picking up his fifth with, you know, we were still up at that point by maybe, I think we went into the fourth up seven. So it wasn't like, you know, we were down 15 and you're like, okay, let's put him back in there. What do we have to lose? We were still kind of in control. You know, and and I just I thought that that sequence there hurt us. Probably paying Patrick too many minutes. You know, when he was on Durant and having to take Alex out because normally what we've done is we've taken Alex out pretty early in quarters to save him to come back late. But with the fouls, I didn't want to do that. You know, and then we still we, listen. We still at that point in time we're up by you know seven going into the fourth. I think it was. So it's it wasn't like you know certainly momentum changed, but we had an opportunity. But certainly that I thought those two segments there in the second quarter or the end of the first, beginning of that second, and then the same thing in the in, end of the third, fourth. You know where where the game changed. It's Coach Billy Donovan talking about Patrick Williams and his minutes. Now it wasn't necessarily in relation to his injury. It was a it was about playing a bunch of minutes against. Uh, Kevin Durant the night that the Bulls played the Phoenix Suns. But it was right around when the injury happened. And I'm sure, you know, you were privy to the information about Patrick Williams' foot and, you know, that it wasn't necessarily at 100%. Again, I'm not trying to put blame on Billy Donovan. I'm more so just trying to point out where it might have happened. Right? Excess minutes on on Patrick Williams when maybe he could have just been chilling. Now, Billy gave an update on Patrick Williams. This was this week. Take a listen to what he had to say there. Are you getting treatment on a, on a daily basis? Or? He's so, responded really well. He's done well. But on some of the things that he has done, he, he's felt it mildly. And I think they'll be cautious with what those symptoms are like. He's done some low-level stuff, um, you know, on the court. Uh, feels much better than he did. They're just not going to push him until those symptoms are completely gone could you imagine going into next season and 
what the expectations are going to be like for Patrick Williams. Didn't have it's two years now of his four that he hasn't had the opportunity to develop because he's been injured. And so I I was talking to somebody else about it, my cousin Ben. Shout out Ben if he's listening. And I was saying, you know what I loved about Craig Council when he came in? He definitively came in and said, Christopher Morrell, you're playing third base. I don't care about how many third basemen we have, how many we've had. I'm the man, and I'm telling you, you need to be on the field. You need to perfect this position. And you know what? For the time being, this is going to be the position you're going to perfect. Didn't care what anybody thought. Came in as a professional and said what he, what he was going to do. Then I started talking about Patrick Williams, and I'm like, Patrick, somebody needs to come in and just be like, yo, P. Will, check it out, Papa. You're just on the bench. You are, are a, a homegrown role player. Anything we get out of you that's over eight points and over seven rebounds is a plus. But we can no longer bank on that. And I'm more so talking about the expectations of him next season, right? I don't want to have to talk about, oh, Pat Will, is he going to be in the starting lineup and it's just going to be the year that he... No. No. We're not doing that. As of this moment forward, P. Will is a homegrown <laughs> role player for the Bulls. He is Javante Green. He is Tory Craig. Tory Craig. He is that. He is Derrick Jones Jr. He is all that. Troy Brown Jr. Like all of that. He is that, but ours. And that needs to be the expectation going into next year. Pat will. After he got injured, uh, he did give himself an update. So I just want to go back and hear what he sounded like. Are you getting treatment on a, on a daily basis, or thousand percent? I think uh, you know. During these, you know, January, right before the All-Star break, it's kind of the dog days of, of, of the season. You know, nobody feels 100%. You know I mean? You don't feel 100% the entire season. You know, every, everybody's kind of dealing with something. Um, it's all about your routine and, you know, how, how you approach it um, and how you kind of handle it, you know, playing through it. Or um, if you can't play through it, you know, kind of voicing that, uh, making that known and, 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 you know, doing what it takes to, to, to be able to do your job. I think the good thing about that statement is how confident he sounds. If you compare that Patrick Williams to the Patrick Williams that first got to Chicago, and obviously he was a teenager still when he got here. So to wrap it all up together, it's more, it's more like I wish somebody had the confidence to say, hey, dude, that's it. It's a wrap. You're, and I'm not talking about getting demoted and then getting promoted back like Billy Donovan's done this season. I'm talking about you are a role player off the bench, and check it out. If someone gets hurt in the starting lineup, I don't even want to mess up the rotation. Your ass is still coming off the bench. I'll bring, I'll put, bring the third string guy in like they've done in some instances. But here's the thing. If Pat Will can then remove all those stresses from his shoulders and then say, put a chip on it now and say, oh, you think I'm a role player? And come out and give us 18 and 9, maybe? Now we're talking. That's how you play the head game with the kids. Either way, I hope he does return. I hope he returns at a high level, and I hope he does contribute to this Bulls team, because they're most certainly going to need it next year when we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this squad. All right, it is Gabriel Ramirez. It is 670 to score. Uh, we are going to talk some baseball up next because there was a game today. Cubs and Sox faced off. We won't talk about the score because I'm a Sox fan. Uh, but we will talk about who was missing from the game with our next guest. And more importantly, the question of who needs who more. In this particular situation, do the Cubs need Cody Bellinger more? Or does Belly need the Cubs? We'll talk to Bob Nightingale and get that answer from him next right here on 670 The Score.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I haven't heard another team that say, you know what, we really want this guy, except for the Cubs. I was at the Cubs uh, camp a couple days. The players keep talking about Bellinger, the fans. Really, I'm not sure there's another place for him to go. It kind of reminds me years ago, remember the Boston Red Sox offered J.D. Martinez five years at 110, and uh, Scott Morris had said, we're not doing that. Once 170, 160, whatever it was. Dave Dombrowski never budged. Sure enough, he signed for five years at, at 110. I do the same thing here with Billinger. The Cubs are making this offer and saying, you know, we're not going to bid against ourselves. Either take it or leave it. That right there from the Foul Territory podcast, an interesting take on the situation currently taking place between the Chicago Cubs and Cody Bellinger. I am Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. And we get to have a... Healthy conversation with that gentleman right there. Joining us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline. Download that Circus Sports app today from the USA Today. Of course, we know him from so many things. Uh, more importantly, he is our Odyssey Radio Insider. It is none other than Bob Nightingale. Bob, welcome back to The Score. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks. So I want to begin by just, you know, really ask, asking who needs who more in this situation? Do the Cubs need Cody Bellinger more because of the state of their team currently, especially when putting it up against last year's squad? Or is it Cody Bellinger who, as you just mentioned, the market for him has seemed to dry up? Yeah, I mean, I think Cody probably needs the Cubs more. You know, I think the Cubs, you know, a lot of teams are wondering, hey, who's the real Cody Bellinger? Was it the one who uh, you know, performed so well last year for uh, Cubs? Or was it the one who, uh, 
struggled so much, uh, you know, injuries and everything else the last three years with the Dodgers, where they non-tendered him. Uh, he had a big you know, year walk, you know, walk year, which you know, players tend to have. So there's supposed to be some more interest in him among teams, but the only one who's even you know conveyed the interest, at least publicly, you know, is the Cubs. So, uh, so you know, I, I think right now it's just you know just a stare down contest to see see who blinks first. Bob, you kind of feel bad for for him, don't you? It's like you get a one year deal, you're asked to prove it to the world, you do, and then everyone comes back and says, yeah, but but can you prove it again? Because we're not quite sure. Right, and that's what's happening, you know. And I think what hurts him too is the fact you look at the Dodgers. I mean, a uh, very smart, you know, organization. Uh, you know, perhaps the best organization in uh, in baseball. And when they cut him loose and just you know completely non tendering him and having no interest in you know in getting him back, you know, people thinking, wait a minute, now what do the Dodgers know that we don't? So I think that part hurts Bellinger, and. Uh, you know, a lot. Of te- you know, I think a lot of teams have interest in the price props. It's like a lot of these guys. You know, whether it's a uh, you know Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery or Chitty Martinez, Matt Chapman. It's like, hey, we like these guys, but just not the price we're asking for. Bob, are the are the Cubs hurting themselves in the short term by doing this? Because you know, I've been on the radio. I'm a Sox fan. But here on the score, you know, we carry the Cubs, and, and I've been kind of getting after everyone saying, man, why, why aren't people more upset about this? You know, even the last two years, I've been really following the Cubs, Cubs closer than I normally have, falling in love with the team, kind of love what the front office has done, putting as many resources as possible behind, you know, just the push that they've tried to give to this Cubs team. But, you know, they haven't put something, they haven't put a better product together than they had on the field last year. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody, you know, expects them to spend money. You know, I mean, just the GM the other day said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they grab Bellinger, you know, you know, and, and Chapman and J.D. Martinez. You know, I think they're going to do that. <laughs> but just, you know, they kept telling everybody how much money they have to spend. They haven't spent it. But, you know, it's not like anyone else's, you know, if, if uh, somebody made an offer of Bellinger likes, he would have been, been there by now. You know, there's also scuttlebutt, too, among teams. Like, I wonder how much the Cubs really want him back. You know, they really, you know, if they thought he was essential, really, really wanted him back, they would say, you know what, we'll pay extra money just to grab him. And obviously that hasn't happened. So, you know, there might be some doubts in their mind, too. We're talking to Bob Nightingale, audio, Odyssey Radio Insider, also from the USA Today, the famed Bob Nightingale, joining us here on 670 to score. Gabe Ramirez hanging out with you. I, I'm curious about a couple of the pitches that are still remaining in free agency, Bob, and it, it specifically, you know, Jordan Montgomery, and I'm curious if if age is really playing a factor, right? Him and Blake Snell, both 31 years years of age. Do you think that they're just running up against some unfortunate timing with that, or 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 is there something else we're missing from from the teams here? Well, I think it's the same thing. They're just doubts, you know. And Blake Snell, yeah, he's got two Cy Young uh, awards. He's also had some very mediocre seasons. Um, he pitched well in Tampa. He pitched, you know, well the second year in San Diego. But the big market teams out east, they don't know if he can do it back east. They don't know whether he can handle the pressure. You know, at first he says he had a little trouble handling the pressure in San Diego. You know, that's a small market. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, you know, he was a solid starter. But it wasn't like, you know, when St. Louis traded him at the deadline, it wasn't like people knocking the doors down. Oh, I had to have Jordan Montgomery. Nobody was. So his stock, you know, went up in the playoff postseason, the World Series. 
And I think the same thing. People are wondering, okay, Jordan Montgomery just a solid number three or four starter, or can he be a, a front line guy? So you know, it's not like a uh, this free agent market, you know, was a star set of market. It was pretty, you know, pretty uh, mediocre. Do you think the teams are just, you know, because we've seen it in the past where teams are unwilling to spend money just because they understand in the present they aren't going to compete at the highest level, so therefore they aren't necessarily in a rush to add talent to their, to their team. Do you think that's what's happening here? Well, I think what's happened is that uh, what's hurt the market is that a lot of the big boys aren't spending. I mean, we saw San Diego Padres, you know, going nuts, spending, you know, almost recklessly the last couple of years. <laughs> they stopped spending. Uh, the Mets had the highest payroll in baseball in history. You know, they stopped spending. Uh, you know, Red Sox, you know, one of the, uh, you know, power, you know, elite teams in all of baseball, you know, they're not spending. So that's hurt. Uh, Texas worried about their TV contract. They're not spending like they were. So a lot of the teams that used to spend have kind of stopped. Yeah, it seems like a train wreck that you don't necessarily want to be a part of for some of these free agents. Uh, we're talking to Bob Nightingale here on 670 The Score, Gabe Ramirez. I mentioned I'm a Sox fan. Are my Sox going to be the worst team in the American League this year? No, Oakland will have me. Uh, Oakland will be the worst team. <laughs> uh, I think the Sox will be better than people think, or at least be the odds makers. I'm not saying you know they're going to you know be in the pennant race or anything like that. But yeah, I can see them winning. I don't. I don't see them losing 100 again. I can see them you know going like 70, 92. Uh, it's a good feeling in that camp. You know, a lot of guys hungry for jobs. Uh, kind of a feistiness going. There a lot of energy, uh, so we'll see. But I think they'll be, like I said, they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to contend for the uh, AL Central title. But I, I don't, I don't think the uh, they're as far away as people think. Like okay, you know, maybe you know, in two years, especially in that division, you know, they can be back in team for the title again. Yeah, I guess the biggest issue there is the pitching, right? What that rotation is going to look like, you know, what happens if Cease actually is uh, end, ends up moving. Tuki Tucson is the third guy, just doesn't doesn't do anything for me, Bob. You know, it doesn't get me excited the way I was a couple of years ago. Uh, speaking of Dylan Cease, where do you think he's going to end up playing? Yeah, you know, we'll see. I, I can see the Yankees at some point caving. You know, the White Sox want their uh, you know top outfielder. Spencer Jones, number, their, their number one prospect. And they're thinking is, you know what? Uh, the, you know, the Yankees don't need them. They got loaded outfield, so go ahead and trade them. They're not going to uh, trade them until they get exactly what they want. And what the Milwaukee got for, you know, uh, Burns, they didn't think that was good enough. It's like, okay, that's okay. You know, we get two years of uh, control with Dylan Cease. So I think they're, you know, they like him a lot, and I think they're, uh, you know, patient. I mean, they, you know, you, you, you can wait. Uh, particularly since he's not a free agent for two more years, so wait, wait until exactly you know, until you get exactly what you want. Yeah, because we know teams will get desperate as that trade deadline approaches. Bob, last question to get you out of here. I know you got a busy Friday night. Tim Anderson, my guy, signing with the Miami Marlins. Do you feel like he can have some sort of resurgence with that team, or do you think that just the mental blocks that he's had to deal with over the last couple of years have just done its number? We'll see. I mean, it's obviously a huge season for him. I mean, the Marlins originally were only up for $2 million, raised up to five, and the Angels had some interest, but they were going to move him to second base. Obviously, a lot of teams have doubts on him, or else he wouldn't have signed for, you know, a third of the money he was supposed to make with the White Sox. So, you know, big year for him. I, I think maybe he needs to change the scenery. I think everybody in Chicago, everybody in the White Sox organization, you know, believes that. Uh, you know, they obviously made the right decision. They didn't think it was worth $14 million, 
and sure enough, you know, he got barely a, barely a third of that. Yeah, it's been some interesting uh, interesting signings this offseason. Bob, I appreciate your time, man. Have a great Friday night. Look forward to talking to you again soon. All right, my pleasure. Thank you. Bob Nightingale, USA Today, Odyssey, MLB Insider, hanging out with us here. I think about Tim Anderson, and you see what he said. Bob Nightingale pointed it out. You know, a third of the money that he was supposed to get with the Chicago White Sox. I believe it was $14 million was the contract. White Sox part ways with him. It's just too much drama, too much drama and too much baggage. You feel bad. So there's a running joke going on in my my group chat. Shout out to anybody that's listening from the crew, three room two. And one of my guys a couple years ago when Tim was like hot, was really making the case for Tim being a generational talent. Changed the game, flipping the bat, winning batting titles. Like Joe Buck did. Had the same take. And you almost thought, you know, he was riding the wave of the Chicago White Sox. So, of course, when Timmy signs the one-year $5 million deal, the group chat starts going crazy. The trolls pop up. And then, of course, my boy starts trying to defend himself. Well, man, T.A., you know. And everybody's like, bro, this is the worst take ever in sports that T.A. is a generational talent. <laughs> but you feel bad. I used to have his clothes. Not used to. I still wear it. I still keep his TA7 gear. It's actually really good for workouts. But Tim Anderson is a guy that, you know, you want to root for. You want to see him do well and have a very, very, like one of those storybook endings where, you know, what we saw this past season from Tim isn't the Tim that people are going to remember. You want to have him you know, come back to some sort of semblance of who he was. 2019, batting 335. 2020, I mean, it's dipped every year since 2019. 322 in 2020, 309 in 2021, 301 in 2022, and 245 last year. Rough. Damn, that was rough. Strikeouts kind of sort of staying the same. That's the thing. Nothing else kind of popped up. Home runs down, doubles. 2021, he had a bounce back year. <sighs> Feel bad for Tim. Danny I'll- Parkins brought up that when Joe Buck came on their show and said he was the, gen- the, the, the next face of baseball, that was two years ago. Yeah. That's how quickly things can change. So I will say this. Lawrence Holmes has been talking about adopting another team for the 2024 season. And I've been on board with that because I, I, it's the pitching that's going to like make me not want to watch baseball. And I have to because it's my job. So I have to pick another team to at least follow so that, that way when I go into my app, I don't shy away from the MLB portion of it because I'm too sh- ashamed to go in there to know that the White Sox lost 13-3 to every day. So I think I'm in on the Miami Marlins. I'm in. NL, NL team, so... You know, there's no, we're not crossing streams. (laughs) And then, and, you know, whatever, bro. I get to follow Timmy a little bit. All right, uh, speaking of baseball, there was a game. Cubs, Sox, little minor league action to give you the recap. And then uh, I'll also place uh, some audio from PCA, Pete Armstrong, who had an interesting take on the new jerseys. Everyone seems to be complaining about it. 
PCA had a unique spin. It was a bit comical. I'll play that for you. I'll give you the update. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. I don't have many thoughts on the uniforms. I don't have much experience in the old big league uniforms, so... Um, I'm sure I'll get a better feel for him as I continue to wear them, but I put, I, you know, I gotta put on a uniform somehow yeah. to play baseball. So yeah, but they're still comfortable. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't noticed anything too crazy. You haven't noticed anything crazy, but oh, they've been talking about these jerseys on the internet today. It's Gabe Ramirez, six seventy, the score coming up at the top of the hour. We get to talk a little bit of hoop. So my guy Trevor Lane. He uh, covers the Lakers and such, but he's an all-around hoops guy, man. I love talking hoops, so we'll get a chance to talk to him at 8, 8.20 if you're riding around in the car. 8.25, I'd probably say. Hub Arkish is going to be jumping on. Talk a little bit of Bears, Bears, see what he thinks about Justin Fields and following Los Osos. Uh, we'll do that at 8.25. Uh, but PCA, I love that. Can you pull that up again? Alex Kuhn producing today. Can you pull that up? I just want to hear it again. I don't have many thoughts on the uniforms. I don't have much experience in the old big league <laughs> uniforms, so um, I'm sure I'll get a better feel for them as I continue to wear them. But I put, I, you know, I got to put on a uniform somehow yeah. to play baseball. So, yeah. but they're still comfortable. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't noticed anything too crazy. I love it. Anybody with a blue head of hair, that's their answer. I just want to play baseball. You could put me in a tank top and some and my drawers. I don't care. I'll run around in a cup. Can I hit the ball? Do I, get a, do I get a bat still? Oh, then I'm straight. A helmet just in case? Yes. I love the answer. I've been giving a lot of people crap about PCA. But I think that's just that, that part of it. Because I try to give the Cubs love. You know what I'm saying? I do like their team. I like the talent. Uh, I love the addition of Craig Council. I would have liked it had they added more talent. But like Bob Nightingale said, Everybody just wants them to spend, and that can't be the answer all the time. So, fair enough. But PCA? I give people crap for PCA, especially when he came up and did get hit last year. All them games. Got more caught stealings than stealings. I don't know. I don't know. I've never played a major league game in my life, but I'm going to go. Anyway, obviously, a lot of people think he's going to be really, really good, and so I'm here for that. It's the him not being good in the present that I talk a lot about and I give people crap about. Him not being able to hit. I'm just saying. Who do you give 
Cubs fans more crap about him or Matt Mervis? Oh, PCA all day. Matt Mervis, let's not forget, when he came up, it was a thing. And he did hit some and he did hit some homers. So, I mean, he just didn't hit enough. He just didn't didn't do it consistently. Matt Mervis is a guy where I hope if given the opportunity again, he takes full advantage of it. And I'm not saying he didn't when he first came up. Because again, it's difficult to be a a difference maker on a team trying to make the playoffs. And that's exactly what was asked of Matt Mervis. To clean up a mess, a Trey Mancini mess, a, a Hosmer mess, right? And, and being put on his shoulders. And he was up for the task. And I actually, he was one of the reasons why, you know, I, not that I didn't like, I mean, I already liked the Cubs two years ago, but last year I was like, oh, I love that the front office is trying multiple things to make the Cubs a contender. And mashing Matt Mervis was part of that equation. And so I I feel confident that given a second go-around, not having as much pressure as he did last year, that Matt Mervis is going to be a guy that's going to contribute to this team, whether playing first base or batting DH, somebody that can do something like that. And hopefully PCA can as well because that just makes Chicago more exciting. But you got to get hurt a, a hit first, Papa. He had one today. That we do know. But unfortunately, it came against the guy who gave up six runs in the first inning. That was a tough game. to. I mean, my brother's texting me. I texted him right now. I just literally, my brother Brandon, talk about him all the time. Oh, wait, is he texting me back? No, he's not. Oh, what's the topic? You know what it is. It's Cubs. When I put my brother Brandon on, it's only to talk Cubs because he's the Cubs fan and I'm the Sox fan. So this game makes sense. So he was texting me in the middle of this thing talking about, PCA's jersey, something, I don't know, something. And then I get texts from Sean Sears. That's what it is. He gets his first hit, and now I'm inundated with texts. But I'm happy for him. You get texts about spring training results? Okay, I'm glad you said that, Alex I mean, Kuhn. come on, No, this y'all. is good. This is good. This is good because, because Alex Kuhn, you know Sean Sears. I do. Sean Sears texts me this. And, you know, Sean, I look at Sean like he's my little brother, even though he's old as hell. I, try to, I look at him like he's my little brother. <laughs> He goes, this is at 324. He goes, you see my dude with that hustle double? Blue hair flowing as the helmet popped off. Kid's a stud. PCA for MVP. Now, I love it because that's our joke, right? And I love it. But here's what I text him back to your point, Alex. I said, no one, comma, literally no one is watching the Cubs except you. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's spring training. Like, come on. I'm talking about, no, no, obviously, of course, there are people watching, right? If you want to make that little baby argument. But you know what I'm saying. In relation to a Cubs Sox game in real life during the season, no one is watching this game, sir. Uh, I thought that was great. All right. Uh, uh, Sox lost 8 to 1, in case you didn't know. <laughs> they got whooped. Uh, all right. So, coming up next, we are going to talk about our other Chicago team. Chicago Bulls, another team that I'm semi-disappointed in, but some big news coming down the pipe. Patrick Williams definitively out for the season via press release from the Chicago Bulls. We are going to talk to Trevor Lane coming up next, and not only about uh, the Bulls situation, but what these playoffs are going to look like. Fewer games than you think because of where the All-Star game landed. So Trevor's going to fill us in on who he thinks is going to come out the West, and then you know, a little bit about our bullies as well. All right, we'll do that on the other side. Trevor Lane joining us next right here 
on 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 